Fancy Football Lord, a.k.a. Lawrence Jackson Jr. You're now listening to the Lord Don't Lose Podcast. Fancy Football Lord, I'm him. <laughs> Dodger player. But I ain't gonna lie, though. That was kind of clever by brother Odell Beckham Jr., uh, as a matter of fact, that uh, that one of the only people I could picture saying something like that. So, kudos for him for that uh, creative intro. What I won't give kudos for is his fantasy football tandem that is OBJ and Baker Mayfield. Now, any offseason, uh, plenty of you folks, plenty of you folks, man... Y'all thought there was the next coming of Jerry Rice in, in Joe Montana. Like, I heard it. Some of my peers take Baker Mayfield, fifth, sixth, seventh round. What you just got there was a waste of a draft pick. Go back and listen to my whole podcast. You hear me talking about it. Don't crown these guys. We're a quarter way through the fantasy football season now. And if you took Baker Mayfield to be your quarterback one on your fantasy team one, you ain't listen to their podcast. Two, you took a big L. Like, how much better do you think they could get? They could get better, but you really think that Baker Mayfield is going to be a quarterback one for the rest of the way? You think something just magically going to happen? You out your damn mind. OBJ still an electrifying talent. But Baker Mayfield ain't playing that good, bruh. Like, just just let that one go. It ain't happening, bruh. Uh hell. We we the kind of game that Daniel Daniel Jones had rookie, yeah, in his first start. That's the kind of game you're praying. That Baker Mayfield has. Still. He hasn't had that kind of game yet. And for what it's worth. Kyler Murray too. But we'll get to that a little later. Um, I'm going to talk about today. Uh, arguments. We got to give up. Including this one. Um, it's just not happening. Guy can't throw touchdowns. Line can't block for him. Clear as day. Um, I drop them. I have no shares in Baker. Actually, I I got a league with my partners from from uh that I grew up with. I took Baker. It's a little little cheap lead, nothing serious, fun lead, just a lead for the guys to. Man, I started Josh Allen in weekend over Baker Mayfield. I do not have stock in this man, but you do, cause you listen to I don't know who. That told you to draft this dude in the middle rounds. OBJ. <laughs> you guys thought Baker Mayfield was a top five quarterback. Shame on you. And shame on you if you put that information out there. Thinking that OBJ and Baker Mayfield was going to go out here and just put up ridiculous numbers. Nah. Give that up. Another argument we got to just let go for right now, like, give it up, bruh. Chiefs running back Darwin Thompson. 
give it up. He is the fourth string running back, and one of the people that's ahead of him, it includes 31-year-old veteran LaShawn Shady McCoy. Give it up on Darwin Thompson. I know you want to you wanna stash him, and your only hope is injury. That's your only hope for it. And, and hell, there's, there, there is an injury. Damian Williams was out. Deshaun McCoy was banged up. Who got the most snaps and the most touches in week three for Chiefs running backs? Daryl Williams. Darwin Thompson played five snaps. He was a non-factor. How Shady McCoy look? I hear a lot saying he's old, he's washed up, he's done. When he got cut from the Bills, everybody laughed. Well, he does nothing but score two touchdowns. He's doing nothing but playing meaningful snaps for the best offense in the damn league. Give up that argument too while we're at it. Couple that all in together. Darwin Thompson, LaShawn McCoy. You thought he was done. He ain't done. He's a great talent. And he's still playing. He's out there. LaShawn McCoy is out there playing hurt and getting you fantasy points. Darwin Thompson, he out there getting mop-up duty snaps, being a rookie. LaShawn McCoy came to the team and took Darwin Thompson's number. He said, come here, little rookie. Give me my number. Give me my jersey number, little rookie. I'm a baller. Two touchdowns. Was doing it through the air and on the ground. Efficient running for LaShawn McCoy. Eight carries, 53 yards. And not to mention, if you're going to pick up a guy from the Chiefs' backfield that's not Damian Williams or LaShawn McCoy, it better be Darrell Williams. Darrell Williams. Drop Darwin Thompson, man. If If more injuries occur, then you could pick him up. But don't waste no roster spot on Darwin Thompson. And shame on people for telling you to pick this guy up and take up a roster spot. That ain't cool. Give up the argument on Darwin Thompson. Give up the argument that Shady McCoy ain't got it because he do. And all you got to do is turn on the film. He's playing. Darwin Thompson is not. I tell you who is playing, and they're throwing it more than anybody in the league right now. Kyler Murray, he's playing. He's playing, and he's not horrible by any means. In fact, I said this before that it wasn't his talent I'm worried about. It's the team around him their talent that I'm worried about and it proved to be true people said all oh, the Cardinals will be down all the time he'll have all these opportunities to throw and I said and there's video proof of this on my Instagram page in my podcast this creates more opportunities for turnovers and sacks and I'll be damned what happened in week three Two interceptions and eight sacks on Kyler Murray. He was picked off twice and he was sacked eight times. 
Why? Because the line smells. Kyler Murray threw the ball 43 times in week three. 30 completions. Why he only had 173 yards passing? Boy, that four yards per pass. Four yards of pass attempt? Or, or four yards per completion? Bruh, that is garbage. And some of you people thought he was a top 10 and some even a top 5 quarterback. It's not happening with that line. This is a rebuilding team. The good thing is they're going to get opportunities throwing the ball. And, and another good thing I saw was he actually ran the ball this game and he ran it effectively. Uh, eight carries for 69 yards. Prior to that, he never had more than 15 yards in the game, but he got out the pocket and ran some, which you like to see that because that's probably where the value is going to come. Not from throwing the ball a million times. Because he's doing that. He has more pass attempts than anybody in the league. He threw the ball 43 times and had 173 yards. You know that ain't talking about nothing, man. Sacked eight times. You want a quarterback who getting sacked eight times? You people are you people drafted him to be your starting quarterback because you wanted to be the guy who said, I, I, I told you Kyler Murray would do this. I bet you won't be starting him from here on out. Bet you won't. You're going to start him because you have to. You got to give up that argument. He's not a QB1 this year. He will not finish in the top 10. He will not finish in the top 5. Preseason ranking, I had him at number 17. He could finish around there because of his running ability. But his offensive line's blocking ability, <laughs> that ain't there. He's a good talent. Team is not. Bruh. Four yards per pass completion. Running backs run for more than that on average. Give that argument up. Kyler Murray, not that dude right now. In fantasy, give that up. I tell you who is that dude. He's a he's a great dude, and my opinion, the best running back in the league, Saquon Barkley, out four to eight weeks with a uh, high ankle sprain. Uh, if you're a Saquon owner, um, I'm sorry. That's I hope you've built your roster uh, deep enough to where. You could make some moves and uh, you'll be okay. Um, how to approach that? It depends where you are in your season. If you're a 3-0 team, I keep them on the roster because 3-0 is a great start. Quarter way through the season, you may be looking at playoffs. If you're 1-2, 0-3, um, I look to trade them. Get some guys who could help you. Right now, trade him to a team who's 3-0. Get guys that can help you now so so you can win some games. Get back in the race and just kind of cut ties with that. Um, if, if, you, if, if you have them and you're going to hold them and uh, you're thinking about picking up Wayne Gallman, uh, if you're doing free agent bidding, don't break the bank for Wayne Gallman. Hell, I'd say not to even get him, to be honest. Uh, 
it's, he's just not him. Um, I, I wouldn't expect him to become a full workhorse running back. Um, now that Daniel Jones, Jones is starting at quarterback and the way he played his first game, they could potentially depend on the pass more. Um, seeing that Daniel Jones ran for two touchdowns, they'll depend on his legs too as well. Um, I just don't see Wayne Gallman as some guy that's going to step in. Like if Ezekiel Elliott went down, you could expect Tony Pollard to to get uh, massive touches. If Dalvin Cook went down, you can expect Alexander Madison to get a massive amount of uh, the workload. I don't expect that with Wayne Gallman. Um, I could be wrong, but it ain't something that I'm looking forward to. So that that's not a high waiver priority, but you know it's it's just a it's just a sucky situation if you got him. You know, so um, that's how I feel about that. That's how you should approach it if you had Saquon, depending on what your uh, record was. So that's that. I, I will get in a little bit to players that you should go try to pick up. Uh, I talked about one of them a little earlier just now. Darrell Williams, Chiefs running back. Uh, Damian Williams, we don't know if he's going to play. He's still banged up. Shady McCoy still a little banged up. There's people out there who still wasting a roster spot with Darwin Thompson. So you could pick up Darrell Williams and laugh at those people who have Darwin Thompson on their roster. Uh, try to go get Darrell Williams. Um, he's in the best offense in the league. Uh, he's worth it. Uh, all, there, there's a lot of new quarterbacks that started this past weekend. Uh, some did well, some not. Some not as, some not so well. Um, there's a quarterback who started off the season as a new start quarterback. That man is Jacoby Brissett. Um, at home this weekend, he uh, balled out versus the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, straight up chopped, chopped them up. Cut him up like a surgeon. Jacoby Brissett. Um, he's a really smart player. Really efficient player. Not a turnover guy. Safe with the ball, but could give you the big plays. If you listen to my podcast a couple of podcasts ago, I said, do not worry about T.Y. Hilton and Marlon Mack with Jacoby Brissett in the offense, he will get it done. And to this point, he has. And I said, have confidence in starting T.Y. and Marlon Mack. T.Y. Hilton has scored every game. Marlon Mack has scored in two out of three games and lead the NFL in carries. Um, and I talked about those two guys. Now I'm telling you, go pick up the guy who's getting him the ball, because he's good. And I told you not to worry. Now you can pick him up, because he is on the come up. Jacoby Reset, pick him up on waivers if you can, if he available. Hell, if you drafted Baker Mayfield, here's your chance at redemption. Drop that sorry-ass production in Cleveland and pick up Jacoby Brissett. How about that? Um, another pickup I like, uh, Will Disley, if you, are uh, hurting for tight end, if you had, uh, Hunter Henry, um, 
if you took a late round chance on Jordan Reed, uh, Will Disley, uh, one garbage touchdown this past weekend versus the Saints. But the week prior, he had two touchdowns. He's proven to be an important red zone target for Russell Wilson. So if you tight end strap, you could pick him up. Uh, <clears throat> another guy, if you was really smart, you'd have got him last week. But now that it, Antonio Brown is off the Patriots and seemingly out of the NFL for right now, um, Philip Dorsett, man, uh, he's he just every opportunity he's getting, he's doing well with it. Now they still got Edelman, they still have Edelman, they still have Josh Gordon, but. They're not using the tight end as much because they don't have a guy there named Gronk. So tight end is less important for the Patriots right now. Um, <clears throat> I like Philip Dorsett on the waivers this week. Uh, he put the ball in the end zone. He's going to yeah, his his involvement with the offense is only going to grow. Uh, so I would look at uh, trying to get him there. Um, again, I'll say, even though Mason Rudolph wasn't great in, in, uh, in their game versus the 49ers, I would say pick up James Washington. He looked, he, uh, Rudolph looked at his former college teammate quite a bit on short passes. They got that rapport. Try to get him on the sly if you can. Uh, maybe you get some improvement there. <clears throat> um couple of buy low guys I've got for you to go out and trade for I would say go trade for Le'Veon Bell right now it's not looking good I know it's not looking good but he just went up against the Patriots defense who they not giving up anything prior to that he went up against the Browns who are, they're a pretty respectable run defense. They they didn't give up much to Ty Gurley either. Uh, buy low on Le'Veon Bell. Why? Because he's getting a massive amount of touches. And as soon as uh, Sam Darnold come back from his injury, kissing that little girl, whoever he was kissing down at the Jersey Shore, as soon as he come back from that, the offense will flow a little better. Buy low on Le'Veon Bell. Buy low on Todd Gurley. It's early in the season that they're uh, they're giving him that those load management touches. Malcolm Brown didn't play as much this game. You noticed that, right? Because it was a tight game. It's a tight game versus the Cleveland Browns for the Rams, so they kept in their stud. Daryl Henderson, complete non-factor. Laughing at all you dudes who drafted him instead of Malcolm Brown. Like I've been telling you. But that's neither here nor there. Buy low on buy low on Ty Gurley. Buy low. <clears throat> buy low. Uh, good things coming up, man. Good things coming up. Buy low on David Montgomery. Not the best start. And he was one of my guys. I got him still on every damn team. 
slowly but surely, Matt Nagy, he's starting to wake up and smell the coffee. Still not yet. He had 16 touches in the uh, Monday night game. And he was kind of bottled up till he ripped off a 25-yard run. But the 25-yard run looked good. Had 19 touches week two. 16 touches week three. We're seeing less of Mike Davis. You're never going to stop seeing Tariq Cohen because they need him. They need him, so just be patient. Now, right before the season in the podcast, I named a couple guys that was going to make or break me when it just comes to my picks, my reputation, when it comes to this fantasy football. And now... After week one, after week two, it's still a little early, but most of the time we play 12, 13 games in fantasy in a season. 12, 13, some 14, but it's pretty fair to say that we're a quarter way through the fantasy football season right now. Those guys are as follows. David Montgomery, right? And I, and I, it's, it's not a fast start for him. Stick with it. I will be right on that one. David Montgomery, these are guys that are going to make or break my fantasy season. Dalvin Cook, I had him as the number two running back finishing the season. You tell me how that's looking right now. Stop listening to these other people, man. How's Dalvin Cook looking right now? Lamar Jackson, how he looking right now? These are guys that's going to make. These are the guys I told you to go out and get. Dalvin Cook, Lamar Jackson, Julio Jones. I said he was going to be the number one receiver. Um, He's looking pretty well. Oh, and how's that? He doesn't score touchdowns. How's that argument looking for you right now? I told you in the offseason, give me 12 TDs for Julio. He got four right now in three games. Evan Ingram, tight end from the New York Giants. I said there was only going to be one tight end that finishes ahead of him, and that's Travis Kelsey. Boy, does he look on pace right now. The dude had a 75-yard touchdown, outrunning defensive backs. (laughs) Y'all got to start listening. Carson Wentz. Now, Eagles are 1-2. Didn't play great. Carson Wentz did against the Giants, and I had Carson Wentz as a top five quarterback. Buy low on him. You know why? Because his number one wide receiver right now is Nelson Aguilar. Eagles receivers was dropping passes all over the place versus the Lions. Not to mention, he's missing his top two wide receivers right now. Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson, who went eight for 154 in week one. Let them get those guys back and then holler at me. These are a couple of guys I said to you was going to make or break me. I got heavy shares in these guys. And if you do, I know you winning. Listen to me, man. I'm not going to steer you wrong. Well, I try not to. None of us are perfect. I'm not going to get every call, right? Going to miss some. Here, there. People get hurt. It happens. It's fantasy football. That's why I say there's no experts in fantasy football. We're analysis. 
not experts. Check out those waivers. Check out those bylaws. Those arguments I told you to give up. Give up on them. Give up on the Kyler Murray hype for, for this season as a top 5 to 10 quarterback. Darwin Thompson, give it up. Give up the fact that Shady McCoy doesn't still got it because he does. I get it y'all next time, man. I'll holler at y'all at the week four. Appreciate it.